can be hard to maintain friendships in life. Luckily, Instagram makes it easy for me to keep up with all my friends in so many different fun and creative ways. Whether it's sharing snippets of my life with all my friends in stories and posts, or sending reels back and forth that remind us of each other in DMs. I also love that I get to pick and choose who sees specific stories. Not everyone needs to see everything, you know? Sometimes I just want to share something with my close friends, like if I have a great outfit I want them to look at or an interior design idea that they want their opinion on. I only trust the people I've added to my close friends list for fashion advice. Duh. There's just something so special when you see the green little close friend circle from one of your friends. I can't click fast enough. I just know it's going to be something good. My friends always find new creative ways to share things on Instagram. Whether it's sharing music stickers to songs they currently have on repeat, creating highlights for special moments, or even participating in the latest Add Yours. They really inspire me. But most of all, Instagram's just a really great place for all of me and my close friends to close the distance. Even though we're not physically together, there's this old saying of, it's just the little things, and I swear it's still true. And now I'm so glad that I get to enjoy those little things with Instagram and my close friends. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Now I'm so jet lagged, I don't even know how to start. <laughs> Hi, Lizzie. Hello. How are you today? Good. When I met you, you were solely a kids content creator. And then shortly after I met you, sorry, there's like a puff of cat hair that's poofing off over here. <laughs> if you can see it on the camera, can you please sit? Thanks. When I, shortly after I met you, you changed completely into a new direction. And I want to hear all about this. I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, okay. Should I start from the beginning? Yeah, start from wherever you feel comfortable starting. I'm, I'm okay, ready. I was born this is fascinating. in 1990. Right, okay, you were conceived on this night. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I got into content creation because of my ex, um, who I met in college. I worked at LinkedIn for a year before I did YouTube. Doing what kinds of content? Like what? Oh, like right. what brought you to YouTube? Okay. So initially, we weren't really making content for kids. Like we weren't trying to be like okay. Disney Channel or anything. We were just, we were just high. We wanted to be high energy on camera because we saw that that did well and just have fun, basically. Yeah. And so a lot of the stuff we did were very experimental or like kind of cooking or candy based or we'd build stuff like world's biggest Nerf gun or like car, like Barbie 
Boxford or whatever, things like that. Like we did a lot That's of Boxford cute. videos. Like we did this whole Palm Monster series and we were really on top of it. Like we cared. I mean, it was our life, like eat, sleep, breathe, YouTube. Everything was YouTube related. Like, yeah. And you kind of like f deep, like fall into this like deep hole of YouTube and you kind of forget about real life. Like yeah. literally no social life. Didn't talk to any of my close friends or fan like I barely talked to my family for I don't know like a year and a half or two wow. just work because I was working yeah because so much planning goes into like when when you make content I think a yeah. lot of people don't realize how many hours of just planning a simple like even my bad apples do not take a lot of planning at all and it's still like half a day of sorting through stories and what's appropriate to be able mm. to like talk about it like you know when yeah. people put all these trigger warnings and things like that, like you have you have to vet stories <laughs> for true. like appropriateness online, and even that takes half a day. So like, building a giant Nerf gun from scratch is <laughs> gotta be a lot of time. It's interesting because when we first started, it was a lot of click through or clickbait. It was very okay. clickbait culture back then. We, I think we got into YouTube around 2017, like 2018 okay. that time. But yeah, over time, like it kind of evolved into, our, we realized like a lot of our audience kids. So we just started catering more and more towards that audience. And we had a lot of fans that were like really young, like five, maybe six. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, like now I, it's so weird because I look back and I, I remember, obviously I remember all everything right. in all those days, but it's so unfamiliar to me like I feel like I was such a different person and so I almost look back and I'm like I don't even that like I'm so different yeah. now you know well, you were also in like your early 20s mm -hmm. right yeah. and something that uh, me and my friend Johnny Ross who I cannot wait to introduce you to him but we we talk a lot about how like every year in your 20s is kind of like two or three years in maturity Mm. So, like, I think in so many ways, like, you really were a different person, not only because, like, you've just recently kind of really pushed forward in who you really are, but also, like, 20 to 30 is such a jump. Yeah. Such a jump. That's true. Like, did you find joy in what you guys were doing? Like, even initially, like, did you enjoy it or was it, like, very business focused? I enjoyed it because I got to hang out with Carter all the time. That's like, sweet. But at the same time, it was really stressful. But it was nice that we, like, had each other and yeah. know, we can, like, talk through problems and things like that. And kind of, like, started to notice that felt more, over time, it started evolving into more of, like, a business relationship, which was great, too. Like, obviously, we were still dating and stuff. But yeah. Just having, like, kind of like a business partner like that was nice because then you're not, I don't know. It didn't feel as You're isolating. Not alone. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, I I loved. I feel like growing up, I wasn't really encouraged to be creative. Like if I did any kind of art stuff, it was like, oh, you got to play the violin or learn the piano. <laughs> like it wasn't that. so much like, oh, well, let's have you take art classes or something like that. Having an outlet where I could come up with these ideas and and then execute them. I love arts and crafts and stuff. So like I became so good at building box forts. 
Like, I kid you not. I love it. I have built so many box words in my <laughs> life. And now, like, I know all the tips, like, all the tips and tricks. I can also build them really fast now. I, like, I know love which that. boxes to get, you know, like, what kind of tape to use. Okay, we're doing this for, like, a fall, <laughs> like, fall movie night. We're doing this. Oh, my God. We each <laughs> make our own yes. box fort. I want, I've never made one before. Now I'm, I'm intrigued, and I want to do this, and I want to watch scary movies. And this is what we're going to do. <laughs> Honestly, it it was really fun, and I could even imagine building a really nice and a really cool one now for a video. It obviously like would be a different kind of video, maybe because it would be more authentic. I think back then, I, a lot of I was operating a lot out of fear and stress and just. You know, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. Because at some point, you know, be, being a content creator is very fun. And it can be re very rewarding, especially when you have that creative outlet. But there's like this really dangerous line of really having fun and doing what you want to do. And just having so much fun with it and just getting to make money doing what you love. And then losing yourself in the numbers and losing yourself in the business. I think there's like a beauty in the, like being not self-aware of, yeah. you know, I think there there's, is. I think that's a kind of part of why a lot of creators do so well in the beginning because they're not yes. so hyper aware. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can always walk yourself back though. Like you started doing box forts. <laughs> and then it became a job, and you didn't enjoy box forts. Mm -hmm. And now we can make box forts again. True. And it's okay. And it doesn't even have to be for content. We can just do it because we want to do it. True. And that's okay because we have our own houses that we can do our own adult box forts in, and no one can tell <laughs> us otherwise because it's our house. True. <laughs> but so you started, you had started enjoying the content. Mm -hmm. And then when do you feel like it started changing? I think there was always kind of a level of toxicity within our workflow and within the dynamic of which we were making content. Okay. Um, and that was kind of always there underlying, but I think it got exacerbated when we like had to keep working together and like, I don't know, it's just like all three of us made it work. And Who was so, the third person? Uh, it was me, Carter, and Steven, Carter's brother. Got it, got it, yeah. got it, got so it. So we okay. all like kind of started on Steven's channel, and we always wanted it to be a business. It was never like, oh, we're just like three friends like having fun. Like we were right. having fun, but the goal was to grow on right. YouTube and like make it a real career. And so when we were like making these videos, they were definitely like very, very catered towards the audience. And it wasn't like, oh my God, just I love days. making box forts. Like I love arts and crafts and I love DIY, things like that. And I find myself getting lost in that. And so I think I did find my kind of creative happiness in doing those things. When did you feel like you were really losing yourself? Because you obviously started liking this kind of content, you know, but you kind of realized at some point <clears throat> that you didn't really recognize yourself. You were telling mm -hmm. me before that you look back at content, you don't even know who that person was. So when did you start realizing like, this is not fun? I guess after we moved out of LA, which was a year, uh, 
a little, like maybe a year and a half-ish ago. Okay. Um, when we moved here, I don't know, it's so weird because you fall into this weird trap and cycle of you become a YouTuber to get out of your nine to five. Yeah. And to like do kind of like whatever you want, but then you fall into this pigeonhole of you have to make this type of content and then you have to hire employees or whatever and structure a day that's makes sense for them, which is a nine to five. And so now you're also working a nine to five again, <laughs> but with more stress added. Yeah. And yes, like you have more creative freedom and like direction and things like that. But like at a certain point, you end up becoming <clears throat> a slave to your audience. Yeah. And 100%. I don't know if that's any better than being a slave to like corporate America because yeah. it's almost worse in the sense that like, it's not stable income, mm -mm. <clears throat> so you don't even, like, you can't really bank on it. Whereas, like, if you worked at a regular nine-to-five, you can, and it's stable, and you don't have to worry about, well, what am I going to do next? Or, like... Right, and then, like, it, it's so interesting because at first, when you're first starting, you have all these ideas, and you want to try all these new things, but then once mm -hmm. some things start working, like, for, for me, I did the, the high school skits, constantly I did like three or four a week all the time mm. and then as I when I quit teaching and I started moving away from teaching content I was like oh my god but like if I if I don't have the high school skits like what am I I feel mm -hmm. like I have to post them even though like I'm not a teacher anymore and I'm not in the classroom anymore but like will anyone even watch me if I don't post the class like like you yeah. really do become a slave to like of even if your audience will follow you you kind of become in your own, you get in your own way of, I can't do anything different because mm -hmm. this is working. And yeah. if I change it in any way, shape or form, then it might not be working. And then I might not be able to pay my bills and mm -hmm. I might not be able to do X, Y, Z. And that's so scary. When you start off in YouTube, you go to all these conventions and conferences and all stuff to like learn about how other people are doing it or what other people's workflow is. And while those are all great insights, I think you also have to have like the autonomy to understand what your, like what your you want. Like what, yeah. yeah. Like, well, is that gonna make me happy? Like, no, I get that. Cause when, when you're, when you're making content that you feel that you're only making because you feel like it's what your audience wants to see, like at some, at some level, it's really not very organic because it's like the plaster on smile. And it's like, all right, someone give me an energy <clears> drink. <throat> so I'm not, dying through yeah, this exactly. kind of thing and you're like you're not having fun with it mm -hmm. and it's just like a drag to be there yeah and because I feel that because when I was shying away from teaching content and I at some point like I love my little characters that I made but at some point I, I was doing a little teacher skit every day and I'm like oh, is it really that difficult <laughs> to pull out that green screen that's sitting right behind us absolutely not but do I want to do that right now no Mm -hmm. I don't. That's like the craziest thing to me too is like the littlest things are so difficult when you don't want to do yes. something. But when yes. you're like motivated and you're like, oh my God, I'm so excited for this project, whatever. I could get like a th million things done. Like things that yes. I, it would normally take me like a month. I could do in like three 100%. days. 100%. That's why whenever, whenever people ask me, like when people want to start content creating and look, okay, what kind of content do I need to make? I'm like, I can't answer that for you. And so many people feel like, 
well, you're just trying to gatekeep. Well, you're just trying, no, 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 no. <clears throat> if I tell you what kind of content you need to make to do well, you're going to hate it like two months in. You're going to be <coughs> miserable. It's not going to be fun. And that's not how you build a long-lasting platform kind yeah. of thing, a channel. Like, you have to find what works for you, what process works for you, and what kind of content brings you joy or it's just, it's not going to work. Yeah, I agree. So how did you, like, decide upon your new content? Well, in what, uh, <clears throat> for those, I know that you were like, I can't say that. Shmoly schmans. <laughs> well, I think it was, like, a culmination of things that happened in my life where I realized the following. And I'm still processing and, like, I oh, yeah. taking it in. Yeah. But, um, like, my aunt passed. So that kind of made me realize how precious time is. Yeah. And how quickly it goes by. Like, I can't believe how old I am now versus, like, I don't know. I feel like time is just, like, going so much faster now than it Absolutely. has Absolutely. That kind of made me, like, deep dive into death. Yeah. Like, the whole idea of it, you know, you, I think, obviously, it's, like, something that exists and, like, something everyone has to face. Absolutely. Um, but I think when it's, like, someone close to you... It's, it just like makes you question like, okay, well, what's the point of life when like, we're just going to die. Well, <laughs> That's oh, so I, morbid. No, no, but. no, no. I, I get that. Cause like <clears throat> we grow up with this understanding that like death happens. It exists. People are born, they grow up and then eventually they will pass away. But I feel like it, it feels for f most people. I feel like it feels like a very foreign concept. And, you know, my, my parents definitely definitely sheltered me when I was a kid. <laughs> 100%. Um, they even still, to this day, try to. Like, they will not tell me when my grandparents have procedures done. And I'm like, I should know yeah. when that's happening. Please don't hide that from me. It can be hard to maintain friendships in life. Luckily, Instagram makes it easy for me to keep up with all my friends in so many different fun and creative ways. Whether it's sharing snippets of my life with all my friends in stories and posts, or sending reels back and forth that remind us of each other in DMs. I also love that I get to pick and choose who sees specific stories. Not everyone needs to see everything, you know? Sometimes I just want to share something with my close friends, like if I have a great outfit I want them to look at, or an interior design idea that they want their opinion on. I only trust the people I've added to my close friends list for fashion advice. Duh. There's just something so special when you see the green little close friend circle from one of your friends. I can't click fast enough. I just know it's going to be something good. My friends always find new creative ways to share things on Instagram. Whether it's sharing music stickers to songs they currently have on repeat, creating highlights for special moments, or even participating in the latest ad yours. They really inspire me. But most of all, Instagram's just a really great place for all of me and my close friends to close the distance. Even though we're not physically together, there's this old saying of, it's just the little things, and I swear it's still true. And now I'm so glad that I get to enjoy those little things with Instagram and my close friends.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I, I feel like it feels like such a foreign concept to so many people. And then all of, no one really prepares you for it. All of a sudden at some age, um, for me, it was kind of around my early 20s, people around you just start dropping. And it just feels like a lot at once because it's something mm-hmm. that you've never had to experience before. And just it, it's, it's almost like a, a taboo to like instruct people how to process death and grieve and like it, it can, it can. Yeah, be like really no hard. one teaches you right what to do or how to like. You don't know, get through something like that. Right. And uh, my mother-in-law <clears throat> um, passed like right in front of me. Like it's actually the most traumatic experience I've ever That's had in my so entire scary. life. We were on vacation, um, and I, I, I will one day like tell the whole story online. I feel like I need to ask. Um, my husband obviously won't care, but, like, I feel like I need to ask his brother, like, before I really go into it online. It, it was a really, really traumatic kind of thing. Damn. And that was when I was about 23. It was actually six months before we got married. Um, so, like, I get that. Like, it, it really changes your perspective on life, and it, it really it changes everything, really. Yeah, it, like, I think... Gives you a different perspective on, like, the way you kind of see things. or like, Right, and, like, your priorities. <clears throat> exactly. So that really put into perspective what you wanted to do with your career on YouTube. Yeah, I think also just, like, who I wanted to be and, like, what I wanted to do, like, spend my time doing because that's all you have. Like, all you have is time. Absolutely. And, and even that's, like, super limited. I feel like it was like a wake up call and like also just the timing was very interesting because shortly after like I got out of an eight year relationship. And so just like having to experience like two big, I don't know if they're called milestones. Well, they're changes. (laughs) Yeah, something like experiences like all at once, I think gave me a different perspective on the way I saw things. And I just like didn't want to spend my time like doing something I didn't genuinely care about or that excited me. That makes sense. You know, like everyone's life, like phases of things. And I think that phase of my life was just like coming to an end. I just like didn't want to waste not waste my time but just like I didn't want to take so much time to pivot I just was like I just want to rip the band-aid off and be who I am and just like be myself and film the things I want to film and do the things I want to do and just like film it all so I made an announcement video for my OF yeah and it was pretty abrupt like it was I mean I had a breakup video and then I had a like goodbye kind of video talking about like basically goodbye to like my old content. I'm going to be more myself. I'm going to be more authentic. Make it like very transparent and clear that like my content's no longer going to be for kids. Right. 
So it was like hard pivot. <laughs> right, like, right. There is no meandering. There yeah. is no, let me slip a few of this in my videos and slowly over time. Well, that's probably good, you know, because like when you're, <clears throat> when you're going to such mature content and you are used to having like five or six year olds, you don't want to slip, <laughs> slip something in there. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I think like, did you get a lot of hate for just doing that abruptly? Probably. Because I feel like <laughs> they would be even more mad if you didn't, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, <laughs> that makes so much more sense to like, no, 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 we're going to let everyone know now. Yeah. Hey, we're doing this. So like, <laughs> hide your six-year-olds. Yeah. Because they don't need to, they don't need to be a part of that. And exactly. that's okay. Yeah. But like, that makes the most sense. Like, you logically made the right decision. That's what I was thinking. Right? <laughs> and, I, and yeah, I was just like, I'm going to, well, okay, first of all, <clears throat> YouTube has changed from being a platform of like being authentic and showing yourself and whatever to like these super produced videos with like tons yeah. of people behind the scenes and like all this stuff. It's yeah. just like this huge show on like who can do the craziest, biggest thing. Yeah, whatever. I feel that. And that's great. Like that's really cool that you can do that on YouTube as a platform. But at the same time, I think, how do I make my life meaningful if I'm trying to make an impact like on the world and the people around me but I need to make sure I'm like living for myself too yeah and so I was just like okay well what are the things that I enjoy doing that make me happy and how can I use that and use these skills to enhance like other people's lives right and so I was like okay well I could just like be more real like to my audience and be authentic and be myself and stop pretending like I love box sports and hide and <laughs> I mean, those are all fun and I right. have a lot of fun making those videos. But it's not who you are as a person. <clears throat> like, yeah, and I could yeah. have more fun. Like, right. I, like, that's I, not I, what I, I would candle decorating the other day. Like, that was fun, <laughs> but it's not who I am as a person. Like, I don't do that <laughs> every day. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like with OF, it was just like such a natural way to go in terms of um like showing my pivot mm -hmm. and and committing to my pivot but also creating a separation like there is a paywall and you have to like put in all your credentials to even like open an account so like nobody can access anything like, none of my audience now would be able to really access right. that content anyways. I mean, obviously, like, if someone really wanted to, they could. But, like... Right, right. But, like, my... And my content on... Is all safe for work, too. So, it's, like... I think it's just the contrast from, like, me going from, like, such kid content to posting, like, selfies of myself that I normally, like, would want to post anyways. It's like, I'm putting all that on. Schmolish fans. And it's kind of like more of a place where I can connect with like that fan base. Okay. Versus like all the kids, you know? I'll be honest. I have no idea how that website works. I've never <laughs> logged on. So like all this is new information to me. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. It's simple. It's, it's. And like you can chat, like mm. you chat with people. Yeah, so, like, for my page, you have to subscribe uh -huh. or you have to pay for a subscription. And so you can't really chat with me unless you're subscribed. Right, right, right. That way it's it's not as 
like time consuming or demanding right. in terms of like I can't respond to like thousands and thousands right. of messages. You know? uh, no, I, so. I totally understand. Yeah. And also it's the splits are like more fair, I think, in terms of like because uh, YouTube's like what, sixty forty? It's uh or forty. It's fifty five, forty five, fifty five creators. Okay. So OF is eighty twenty creators. Wow. Yeah. So like and it's just like so much more direct and like just everything's like more direct to consumer and interesting. Yeah. Have you had like any <clears throat> interesting people contact like interesting people contact you? Because like of course yeah. like I only hear like horror stories. Yeah? <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Um some guy who like does production I don't know. He's worked on like some Netflix things or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's also like hard to tell. Like, how do you know if they're? Oh, okay. You know? I, th I, it's like pretty. So anonymous. this is like a real interesting human being, and I mean more like I posted this video when, or I posted some photos when I was abroad, like at the beach and scuba diving, snorkeling, whatever it is that we did, and I got these weird comments about like specific body parts, like specifically <laughs> like the people who like the feet and mm -hmm. the t like just and I just said hey can you not make specific comments about like my specific body parts you know mm -hmm. I have family members that are on my pages like I would just appreciate if you didn't just talk about my body parts on my page <laughs> well what do you mean other other women love when I compliment their feet okay <laughs> like why do you I'm just trying to respect you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's, you know, if I'm asking you not to do something and yeah. you're doing it anyways because you feel entitled, like, that's, that's not respecting me. Yeah. You yeah. know? And then, well, if you would just go ahead and make a schmolnish band, like, I wouldn't have to be on it. Well, you're not entitled to my body parts. Yeah. Just because you follow me and look like that, that doesn't make any sense. So, like, I guess my question for you is have you seen more of that or less of that since joining Schmolnishmans? Because, like, I got that on just regular Instagram. <laughs> I feel like no matter what, that kind of ex will exist. Yeah. In general. Like, yeah. I think it's very difficult to avoid if you're like, oh, yeah, a public for sure. content creator. But, like, you don't notice a change. But, I mean, I don't really loved I don't really read my comments. <laughs> I probably should do that. I should do that. I probably read way more than I should. There's I... a good middle ground. Like I think for for a while I was just I'm not gonna read my comments uh -huh. because but it just got to like a point where it was getting really like toxic and like not yeah. great for my mental health. So I was like okay I'm just gonna step away from that for a little and just like focus on making content that like fulfills me, that I enjoy, that I have fun making. And at the end of the day, it shouldn't just be, well, did the video do well? Cause otherwise none, like none of this matters. You know, it's yeah. like more of like, well, did I have fun making that video? Exactly. Was it a good experience? And I feel like some of like a general rule is that when you're having genuine fun, that's like your most authentic content. That's when you're mm -hmm. mo your most authentic self. And that's what you're, true genuine I don't like the word fans but I, I guess that I guess that's what I would call like fans or followers like that's what they really enjoy because when mm -hmm. they follow 
I feel like there's like a, there's a few different types of followers. There are people who like follow because they like a certain type of content, but then there's people who follow because they really like you. Those are my favorite people. Yeah. And they just want to see you have fun. Yeah. You know? And I feel like, you know, no matter what you do, like, whether it's you doing kids content or schmolish mans, whether it's me doing, like, teacher stuff or just, like, satire about my husband that so many people, for some reason, don't understand is satire. <laughs> they, like, think I actually hate my husband. <laughs> like, they just, they love watching you you know Mm -hmm. and that's always good but like a question that I have for you is what kind of like you obviously have had followers that really have supported you and like cheered you on through this whole thing have you experienced any kind of like negative reactions or backlash whether from like followers or even people in your personal life like friends family like relationships anything like that um definitely from fans um I, but I kind of expected that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was kind of a given. I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to receive some backlash. And, like, oh, for sure. Comment. There's going to be adjustment, period, whatever. I get that. I had people furious that I left the classroom. And that's, <laughs> like, I just quit my job because I didn't want to be abused anymore. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm tired of being here. So, yeah, I can imagine, for sure. Yeah, so a lot of that. Um, but also, it was kind of nice because there were also fans who were kind of sticking up for me and being like, let her live her life. And I was like, oh my God, my Thanks. heart. <laughs> Who are your parents? They raised you well. <laughs> you know that you don't control people. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. But also, like, after a while, like, it is a little weird to be, like, a 28, 29-year-old, like, pretending to be a kid, you know, like, yes. running around your backyard and doing all the stuff that would be so fun as a kid and right. still is fun but in pieces yeah it's not not every day exactly yeah like there's yeah. a balance to it and yeah I don't know but no I, I what that 100% makes sense like it again it's not like all about me time but like I get that to an extent of like it was really weird pretending that I still work in a classroom and I'm like I don't why am I why am I doing this this yeah. feels strange yeah but yeah yeah sorry continue I just like to validate you with my own experiences <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like wait this is not about me <laughs> oh, it's okay I love feeling validated <laughs> um I guess in terms of like friends and people close to me Honestly, everyone's been really supportive. Yeah? Yeah. That's I mean, amazing. my parents don't know what it That's is. That's okay. We won't send them this, yeah. this episode. So, <laughs> so, but also, like, I don't, I think if I, like, broke it down for them and explained it to them, they'd be like, okay, cool, whatever. Right, right. Uh, but people, at the same people time. hear some only spans and they <laughs> not automatically go to, like, worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, also so any parent a would be concerned. For to yeah. just connect. But yeah, it has that stigma, but also it is like I'm not gonna lie and say my page isn't Right. Like it's not G rated. Yeah. And that's okay. It's not like, oh, here's an in I mean it kinda is more it is like here's an inside like look into my real life and like who I am and like the things I enjoy doing and stuff like that. Um, like, I'll do, like, clothing hauls and, like... Oh, that's so, like... Yeah, like, like little, okay. like, little mini, like, vlogs that I normally, like... Because anything I post on YouTube, I'm like, okay, it has to be up to a certain, like, 
caliber like has to be edited obviously and like has to have like a thumbnail and whatever it has to be produced but like the things that I post on my page are just like raw little like clips of me doing what I normally do like if I'm working out or if I'm going in the sauna or whatever and it's like really kind of nice because I spent so after I broke up with Carter after Carter I broke up I've, I've realized how much time I spend alone and it's like outside of work but even at work because I'm like just on my computer a lot um outside of when I'm filming or like you know I'm alone like I don't live with anyone like I I'll come live alone more. <laughs> you can't come here because my cats will kill you with your allergies <laughs> but I will come over more now I'm like oh I'm a bad friend <laughs> no I mean it's also like traveling and like, no, yeah yeah I've just yeah. been so busy and stuff and like I'm like on my own schedule yeah and that's that's like just different I've just been really on the go this past year it's like kind of nice because when I could talk, it's so weird, like talking to the camera, it doesn't obviously feel like I'm talking to people because right, I'm talking yes. like a thing. Right, yes, 100%. And so I feel like I could really just be myself because I'm like, oh, I could edit anything out. But like on OF, like I don't need to because people don't want me to because they just want that. Like, right, they go there for reality. They go there for like the raw footage of my life. I that's think that's so the funny. difference between, like, my YouTube content and my content. Well, I think that also is so, like, that's such a misconception because, like, automatically people hear, like, Lizzie Capri started a <laughs> OF, a Shmolish Mans. Oh, my gosh, what is she posting? And, like, again, I've never logged in. I don't, I don't know what you're posting. I like hearing that it's literally just, like, I don't, I don't even know what I thought before. I don't think I actually ever, like, thought about it. Like, it, I don't care about that kind of stuff at all. Like, yeah. it doesn't... I, I don't sit there and think about what my friend Jess is posting on <laughs> dance. Like, yeah. So I don't ever know what I, like, thought. And But for some reason, I'm like, clothing holes? That's so, like, simple. Like, why would anyone be mad about that? Yeah. I mean, I do bikini hauls, too. <laughs> but people do that on Instagram. Like, what? Like, yeah, there's, like... That's true. Yeah. It's literally your Instagram. You're just... People are paying to see it. Yeah. But I just, like, don't really post that stuff on Instagram, either. Because... But, like, I mean more, like, people do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, like, an Instagram. It's, yeah. like, an Instagram model. Yeah. That's, like, hey, look at me. Like, yeah. I'm very much... I'm the kind of person that I'm, like... How someone wants to live their life, how, what someone, like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't think about it. It never crosses my mind because, like, to me, that's not my business. Yeah. I care about, like, are you a nice person? Do I like to hang out with you? <laughs> Let's go get our nails done and go eat sushi. Yeah. Like, like, we yeah. went to that one place. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I think that's kind of, like, my biggest message. now at least like it's just like I think this brand I want to create or am creating is is along the lines of like like be free like just this sounds so cliche but it's like okay like be free like and there's so much like value like truth to these like cliche sayings because 
people don't mm-hmm. realize like they think it's cheesy <clears throat> but so many people just don't they don't like they don't they just like go through the motions of like doing whatever is like told to them yeah oh here's what you should be doing or like whatever or here's what we expect of you another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, even like, think about how like your content, even on Swimlish Band, is, is pretty PG. Maybe PG-13. We'll say PG-13. Maybe. Yeah, PG-13. Maybe. I don't have kids. I don't know when it's appropriate <laughs> for what age. Honestly, though, PG-13 is like pretty... It tends sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like PG, PG 13 ish. Like, you know? Like, even PG nowadays, I'm, I don't, like, what? I don't know where the lines are drawn. Yeah, I don't either. Have you seen, like, actually listened to, like, the Shrek movie? No. You need to, okay, we're going to build a box for and we're <laughs> going to watch Shrek and we're going to actually listen. Well, there's so many, like, mm-hmm. dirty jokes. Yes. <laughs> like, throughout so many. In, like, Disney movies. Yeah. Yes. But, like, that's that's what I'm saying is that, like, your, even your content on Schmolzish Bands is pretty PG, PG-13, but, like, even just, like, having to say Schmolzish Bands because the stigma is just so strong mm-hmm. that even just saying it flags algorithms and flags this and, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's it's like, I, I'm not going to name names because it's not, it's not my story to tell, so I don't want to give too much stuff away from it. But I just, I remember early on in content creation, I had a group of friends um, who, or people who at the time I considered friends, who one day it became apparent that one of them had a schmollishmans. And like, none of us knew But when I was told, it was, like, the least surprising thing I had ever heard. (laughs) Like, I, they heard it, and I was like, that checks out. Like, seeing the rest of, like, just knowing you as a person, like, you're a spicy person. That's okay. Like, you've always been a spicy person. That's, like, the least surprising thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) But the other two just refused to associate. They didn't want to be around this person. They didn't, like, it just was like a hard cut, no longer respect, like, no longer respect you, no longer want to be your friend. And it was just weird because to me, I'm like, I don't care what you do at home. Like, I don't care. Like, it's not my business what you do to make your mouth. Like, that has nothing to do with me. And I've always been a very, like, I don't, like, go with the flow type of person that's very much like, yeah, you're a good person. Like, you're my friend. Like, it, it, it's, it just really shocked me. Do you think that, like, you have an entire dating series on YouTube. Like, an entire, like, 50 dates in 50 states. So, like, have, do you think even just the stigma of you having a schmonlish man's, like, impacted your 
50 dates in 50 states, like that kind of content, like when it comes to people either really wanting to go out with you because of this idea, oh, she's on Shmoley Schmans, or people that are like, oh, no, I don't want to associate. Like, have you, like, do you yeah. think that impacted anything? Yeah, so there was actually this guy um, that I went on a date with in Utah. We went skiing, and he's Mormon. Uh-huh. So after I announced my OF, um, he reached out and was like, hey, like, can you not air, like, that episode with me in it? Oh. Because, like, I'm Mormon and I don't want to be associated, whatever. And, like, sent, like, this really long email about, it was really nice. Like, he was really just transparent about it. And I, like, respect that, too. Also, like, I'll respect anyone who, like, reaches out and is like, hey, like, hey, can you take this video down? I'll be like, sure. Like, if, that's, if you don't want that on the internet, yeah. that's fine. Like, I like I would want someone to do the same for me. So Yeah, if you if felt uncomfortable just, in some way. Yeah, yeah I'd just be I like, hey, take, if they're like, hey, take that down or don't post it or whatever, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so he emailed and, and, or he texted me and was like, hey, whatever. So I was like, yeah, like, it's totally fine. I get it. Like, whatever. Um, he was the only one, though. Everyone else. Okay, so like one out of 50. That's not bad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Considering the world, we, you know, then just like the stigma of people just yeah. kind of assuming. Because yeah. I remember, again, not that it's the same, not that it's <clears> about <throat> me or anything. But like even when I first started TikTok, mm. so I was, I was still a teacher when I first started TikTok, obviously, because I only, I only made it the TikTok to like make my students at the time laugh. Like that mm. was the only goal. I didn't think any of this was going to happen. Like, yeah. surprise. <laughs> um, but there was a colleague that I had who genuinely assumed that because I was starting a TikTok account meant that I was just, like, doing those like dances, dances. <laughs> within, like, a sports bra or a bikini or anything like that's that. So and literally told me, like, do you think that's very appropriate? And I'm like... I run around with a CGI watermelon on my head. <laughs> like, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Like, I don't, I don't know what you think is happening, but it's not that. Have you <clears throat> found like, have brands have any? Have there been like a lot of brands that have stepped away from you, or have you not just really noticed because they just haven't reached out? Like, have you noticed any kind of difference in that? Um, not really. I mean, I definitely, like, don't have, I mean, I haven't really been doing brand deals because I just, like, personally don't love doing them anyways. I also want to work with brands that I actually use and like and have yeah. a good experience with, Absolutely. too. So then I have, a f I have a few more questions, and this is just me being nosy, and you don't have to answer them. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just a nosy person, and we can talk about it after the cameras go off. <laughs> yeah. So you said that all of this really started when your aunt passed. Like, it caused a lot of reflection. If she didn't pass, do you think you would still be making kids content today? I don't know. I think it just expedited that process. Okay. If all, well, all of this was really started by your aunt and, like, that kind of reflection, do you think that if that never happened and you never reflected and you never found yourself, do you think that you would still be with Carter? Uh, I 
think that also expedited it. Okay. Like, I think everything kind of... Would have come eventually, yeah. and it just made it quicker. Okay. Yeah, I think it would have kind of taken its natural course. It just wasn't... Well, the, the places that you were before content creation were just so different. And, you know, your 20s really changes you as a whole. Like, mm-hmm. your 20s really makes you the person that you're yeah. going to be. Like, I think it's very normal for people. Like, you either grow up with people or you grow apart from each other. And yeah. I, I don't think it's crazy that, like, you know, some people just grow apart and people change and that happens. And that's into his life, you know? Do you think if you never started content, do you think that would have had anything, like, do you think that would have changed anything? Do you think that you guys would still be in the same place and that you'd still be together? No. I don't think we'd be together. I'm just being nosy. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I've only had two conversations with him. I'm not, I I don't actually know him as a person. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't know, but I don't think we would be together. I think that's fine. A huge part of why we were together was because was the content. Well, that, that, and I like, so wanted to make it work. I just was so, I guess in love with like this idea of like having a partner and like, I don't know. And then, and I, I think I overlooked so many things in our relationship that in hindsight, I'm like, how did I like, no, I get that. And I I only ask because I know so many people that when they start working with their significant other and they create that, that business-like relationship that Mm. it just changes their actual romantic relationship so much that it becomes irreparable. Like some people just Mm. can't work with their significant other. And so, like, I was just being nosy because, like, you never know, is it, like, a, did that really tarnish everything? Or was it just, like, a Mm, fundamental, like, just different, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, just different kinds of people. I think different kinds of people. And I actually think the business part and working together um, prolonged our relationship. Because we found common ground and, like, like, we work really well together because we just complement each other really well. Well, I think like so going back to something that you just said of like loving the idea of being with someone and wanting to make it work, like that's so normal. Cause I was even just talking to a friend this past weekend about how she's like, well, I'm, I'm 26. I don't want to feel like I'm starting over. And I'm like, mm. you're only 26. <clears throat> yeah, that's young. Like. You're, you're only 26. Like, there are people who start over at 30, at 40. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this idea of starting over and feel like you're wasting time. Like, oh, a failed relationship is, like, wasted time. And it's not, I mm-hmm. don't think. I think yeah. that when you're with someone for no matter how long, no matter if they're Mr. Right, Mrs. Right, Mr. Wrong, Mrs. Wrong, whatever. Yeah. That, like, it... People always come into your life for a reason, and sometimes they're there for life, and sometimes they're there for lessons. Mm. And I don't think any of that, like I genuinely don't believe any of that is waste, whether it's a romantic partner, whether it's a friend, like whether they're there for the long haul, or long haul, I didn't say that right, or there for, you know, just to teach you life lessons. I think all of that is valuable, and I think so many people get stuck on the idea of, 
well, does it look weird that I'm this age and I'm starting over? Does it weird that I've been with this person for that long and it doesn't work out? And I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so... that Like, you would never tell your friend that, you know? Yeah. You would never tell your friend, oh, I know that, like, you're miserable and you want to cry <laughs> all day. when, But, like... It's so weird that you're in your 20s and single. Like, no, that's not weird. You would never tell your friend that. That's true. And, like, you know in your head you would never give your friend that kind of advice. So, like, why would you take that to heart? Only to say that, like, that mentality of staying with someone because you want someone is so common and it should not be. Yeah, because you end up sacrificing, like, so many basic things to make yes. it work with somebody that you de- then have to like sign up for that for life. <laughs> and like, do you really want that? I don't know. Like, I, I I'm, wouldn't. I'm not going to name names because I love this person so much. I really do. I, I value this person and she's going to hear it and she's going to text me. But I was talking to a friend about like, not wanting to break up with someone because they love the idea of a person and they feel too old to be starting over. And I was like, okay, like, I want to know what positive things do they bring to your life? Like, Mm -hmm. what kind of positive things do they make you feel? How do they make you feel about yourself? Like, what do they add to your life? And she's like, well, Rebecca, he, like, the way she's like, well, he's, you know, he's a feminist. And, like, you know, he believes in women's rights. And I was like, so you're telling me you're staying with this man because he doesn't hate women? (laughs) 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 Like, that's what makes him so special. This guy doesn't hate women. So so he's the one. I feel like that's such a... (laughs) Yeah, like, why that description out of all of the things she could say? Or, um, what what else? Of, like, he believes in therapy. And I'm like... So does half of this country. Like, that's true. And I feel like, you know, that that's the, and like, I, I do love this person. I love this person so much. Like, she really deserves so much love. Yeah. And the reason I say this is because, like, it's not, this problem is not unique to her. Yeah. It wasn't unique to you when you were in this rut, when you were stuck. Like, there's so many people that mm-hmm. find, like, the bare minimum qualities in a person. And they're like... Well, it could be worse. And it's like, yeah, I guess they could hate women. Um, but that doesn't, like, even yeah. if someone's not a bad person, because this, this person that we were referring to, like, I don't think he's a bad person either. Yeah. I, I, I think that there's just, you know, there's, there's, just because someone is a good person doesn't mean they're good for you Mm -hmm. to be in a relationship with. Doesn't mean they're good for you in the path that you want to go on. And doesn't mean they're good for your goals. My brother's thinking about moving abroad. Mm. Um, Not every woman wants to do... Not every woman would be able to live in a different country than her family. Does that make my brother a terrible person because he wants to move abroad? Don't ask my mom that. Um, cause she would say yes. <laughs> um, don't ask me that cause I don't want to move either, but no, like it wouldn't actually, it wouldn't make him a bad person. It just means yeah. that he has different goals and it just means that he's not the perfect person for someone else. And I'm talking a lot and really rambling. So I'm gonna <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, I mean, no, like it, it makes sense. It's like, I think about this all the time because I mean, I think a lot of people also think about this as like, 
are relationships based on actual good partnerships or is it timing? Um, but I think the part that worries me is this sense of pressure that women put on themselves and yeah. also like parents. And I think guys feel this way too of like having to get married and having kids and all this stuff. And if that's something that you value and you want to have a family and you know that that's going to fulfill you, then yes, like, of course, you should definitely, if that's a priority, you should prioritize that and yeah. figure out like what you're looking for in a partner and go out and find that partner or whatever. Um, but when it comes to just like also finding someone you want to spend the rest of your life with and finding someone who's going to be the father of your children yeah. and spend many, many hours with that so directly impacts your life and your quality of life and your happiness and things like that. Are you really going to just settle for it because of this like idea oh, that you line. want? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I, I just like have this pressure of like, I want to like be married by this age or whatever. It's like, it's not like your life stops after you get married. Exactly. Like, you still have to live, like, yes. 30, 40, 50 yeah. years with this person. 100%. Like, Do you have anything else that you want to leave listeners with? Like, one, if they took away one thing, one kind of life lesson, one thing of advice, like, one thing that you wanted to leave them with, what would it be? Finding freedom in, in just being comfortable with who you are. Cause I think that helps take the burden off of, oh, I gotta impress this person or I gotta people please or whatever. It's like, just don't think about that so much yeah. and think about yourself and how you're gonna feel. And yeah. that way you can just be yourself and not have to worry about that. Honestly, who cares if you say the wrong thing? Yeah. Because everything could be taken as the wrong thing. Yeah, you're it's right. It's all perspective. And it's, I don't know, there are so many times where I'm like thinking like, oh, I shouldn't have said that or this or whatever. And most of the time, like nobody nothing cares. Yeah. Like nothing they don't, nobody remembers yeah. those little things. If anything, they're also self-critiquing of, oh, I should have done this or whatever. So now I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to like overthink things. I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself. Like at the end of the day, I'm human. You're human. Everyone's human. We all make mistakes. That's part of life. And the best thing we can do is just learn from those mistakes and keep like living life. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Well, thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for having me. And next time we're going to your house. <laughs> yeah. So I my cats that. don't. My kill voice you. has gone through like regular <laughs> croaky, dying, back to now it's like better, but it still sounds. Like it still just sounds stuff. cool, chill, you know? <laughs> like we're just deep. Like, you know, like sleepy guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what it yeah. I sound sleepy. That's all right. I'm sorry my cats tried to kill you. They just want to love you. No, it's okay. <laughs> well, thank you all for hanging out and listening with us. And we hope to see you guys next week and stay tuned for five minute crafts with Rebecca and Lizzie. <laughs> Bye, guys. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. 
Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.